0: Welcome to the Make Room Show, formerly titled The 29 Minute Mom. I am your host, Jennifer Ford Berry, certified professional organizer, best-selling author and coach. I have spent the last two decades teaching women how to get organized so that they can free up more space, time, energy, and money. This podcast is for the woman who wants to make room in her home and in her life for the people and the things that matter the most. Each week, I am bringing you episodes that will help you feel less overwhelmed and more inspired to create the life that you deserve. So come on, girl, let's do this together. Hey there, how are you doing today? Are you feeling busy or are you feeling productive? that is the question that I want you to ask yourself today, because I think there's a huge difference in the two. And a lot of times when we have a productive day, we feel really energized at the end of the day. We feel good about ourselves. We feel like we've accomplished things. We've moved the needle and we can end the day with a feeling of satisfaction compared to those days where you just feel busy. Like you're so busy, but you're exhausted because you're almost like spinning your body around and around in circles until you're dizzy doing all the things at the same time, not really moving the needle, not really getting anywhere. And you, there goes your whole entire day. Right. And you're like, Hey, what did I do today? What did I cross off my list? I feel like busy, is when you're moving and you're doing stuff all day long, but at the end of the day, you really didn't get a lot crossed off your list. And one of the reasons why you can feel busy and not productive is because you're jumping from thing to thing. I call it squirrel mentality, where you start one thing and then squirrel, you're over here and then squirrel, you're over there. And you just kind of keep moving, but nothing is getting finished. Nothing is completed. And so today, I want to kind of talk to you about some keys to how you can be better at time management, how you can start feeling more productive and less busy, and you can start to get those things crossed off of your to do list. And, you know, time management really is the key to having an organized life, it's the foundation of an organized life. So, if you learn the skills, to correctly manage your time, you'll be more productive, you'll feel better about yourself, and you can reach any goal you set for your life. Each person here on this earth is given the same exact amount of time each day and the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people, and you've heard me say it before, it's how they use their time. So the first thing I want you to to write down as long as you're not driving or, you know, if you're somewhere where you can take note, I'm going to go over one, two, three. Um, I think it's four main keys to successful time management. And the first one is plan out your time. The biggest key to organizing your time is to plan it out before it even arrives. So you want to use a planner, a paper planner, maybe electronic planner. I personally love doing everything electronically now because it just enabled me to always have my schedule at my fingertips, be able to color code, be able to share um, events with my family. It's just, it tracks everything. So I personally love electronic you know, time management. And it just allows you like using some sort of planner or schedule allows you to record appointments, meetings, and to schedule, you know, block out time to accomplish all the things you need to do. And then you want to decide on the best order of accomplishing each task, which is prioritizing. And I think we all have these long lists of tasks to do but getting really good at taking this big list and saying, okay, today, what are the top three to five priorities? And only focusing on the things that have to be done soon, like within the next day or two, those are the things that should be your top priorities, So you can get them crossed off and then move on to the next thing. And when you're prioritizing, you want to ask yourself, like what, go back to what are your top priorities, which we did Um, talk about that in a previous episode. Um, So go back a few episodes and you'll see that there is definitely some shows that we did about this in general. But when I was talking about planning out my new year, things like that, I gave out the system that I use um, for the most part. The whole specific system that I use goes, I go into more deeply with my coaching programs, but the gist of it is on there. But the main thing I want you to know for today's episode is that you just need to decide where are you going to plan out your time? Is it paper? Is it digital? And what are the top priorities that need to be plugged into that calendar every single day? If you don't finish a task, You need to look at it as the beginning of a long project and write out the next task or you need to stick with the task until it's done. A lot of times you want to do the hardest tasks when you are feeling the most energetic during the day. So I would decide right now, what two hour window do you have throughout your day where you feel like you can crank out the most things? So maybe it's first thing in the morning before the kids wake up Maybe it's lunchtime, maybe it's mid-afternoon, maybe it's after a workout, maybe it's, you know, maybe you're a night owl and you do your best work at night. It doesn't matter, but do a time block of two hours and put it in your planner and use that to be your most productive time slot for the day to tackle those priorities. And you always want to set some time at the end of a week to plan out the upcoming week. So schedule time to complete to-do items, run errands, go to appointments, et cetera. Also plan downtime for yourself and include that in your planner ahead of time when you plan out the week. The second thing is to overcome procrastination. Procrastination is one of the biggest ways you can jeopardize your time. Remember, you can't find what you don't start. Some things you need to, you know, some things just need to be done, whether you want to do them or not. And it doesn't require you to feel energetic. It doesn't require you to feel like doing it. You just need to get them done. If procrastination is a problem for you, just change the way you think by trying some different techniques. One technique could be instead of putting something off for as long as possible, finish the task as quickly as possible. You will be rid of it and you can move on to things that you don't, the things that you actually want to do. So just change that that narrative in your head. Instead of dragging it out, you've decided that you take the thing that you least want to do and you get it done as quickly as possible. You can also decide on a reward um, that you give yourself if you finish the task. So um, maybe you're dreading writing out an email sequence. But when that email sequence is done, you get to, um, you know, get up and have a healthy snack or take a 15-minute walk or listen to your favorite podcast. You can also identify why you don't want to do that task and then come up with a solution. Maybe you don't want to do the task because it's boring and you can figure out a way to make it fun. Maybe you, you know, you could delegate it to somebody else. Try to really think inside of your head. Why am I putting this off? Why am I procrastinating procrastinating this so badly? I find so many times that when I'm working with clients, they will procrastinate on something that doesn't even take as long as they think it's going to take. So I might say, for example, okay, we're in an office. You know, we're organizing a home office today. And I will say, when was the last time that you purged some of these files? And they'll say, and this is very typical. And you may be, (laughs) you might be thinking in your head right now. Yes, that is me, Jen. You're raising your hand wherever you are, because I've heard it so many times where like, okay, let's purge some of these files. Yeah, someday we'll get to that. No, not someday. We're going to do it today because once it's done, you're going to feel like a million dollars and you're going to want to make sure everything else is organized, trust me. And so they'll dread it and they'll wanna procrastinate it. But then all of a sudden we've gotten through half their files in an hour. It wasn't that hard. They made it harder in their head than it really was. So sometimes we make this task seem like it's insurmountable and it's gonna take hours and hours. And that's why we procrastinate. But really, if we were to just stop and get it done, we would realize it wasn't that hard to begin with. And also I want to suggest, do not let fear hold you back. Because often we put things off because we are afraid, right? We're afraid of what we'll find. We're afraid it's going to be too hard. We are afraid it's going to take too much time. So give yourself permission to just take as long as you need on a project or activity. I actually had a client yesterday. Um, it was such a fun You know, day to spend with her. She's a busy mom and they're going to be moving soon. So, we were doing her closet and she just, we put on the music. We, she even said, Why is this so much more fun when you're here? And I said, It's more fun sometimes to do a project that you're dreading with somebody else, somebody to talk to, somebody to bounce ideas off of, somebody to get another opinion from. So, It makes it more fun. Plus, you can get more done with two people. But the thing that she said that hit me, and I've heard this before, is at the end of the project, she was loving her closet. She was happy. She was energetic. But she said, You know, how come I don't take time out to do this by myself? She's like, Because I'm usually just doing kind of like what I talked about at the beginning of the show the busyness, the cooking dinner, the doing the laundry, the, you know, going around the house, picking up, doing, kids school forms and stuff that needs to be done And before you know the whole day goes by and you feel like you don't have time to tackle an organizing project like cleaning out the closet because you have so much other things to do but those busy activities they need to be done every single week where tackling an organizing project is something that you can get done you can finish it and you can cross it off your list and it will stay that way for a long time and it will save you time with all the busy work by putting that specific system in place. So let's just take the closet as an example. Get the closet organized, do it the right way, which means you know, we pulled everything out, she tried stuff on, I wiped down the the racks and the walls that were really dusty because it was too packed and I was you know, keeping the project moving, organizing the clothes, color coding them, changing out hangers, getting the system done while she was trying clothes on. Obviously, it got done quicker because I was with her. But now that her closet is going to be finished correctly, think about how much time she's going to save putting laundry away, looking for outfits, getting dressed in the morning. Everything's at her fingertips. She knows what she has. She also saving money because she knows that she has a big, huge pile of stuff to sell at a local consignment store. And she now has this energy lift every time she goes into her closet because instead of walking into her closet every single morning and feeling like, oh, I don't want to be here. This is so depressing or this is a project I need to do someday, right? She's going to walk in there and be like, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love it in my closet. Now I love my clothes. I'm excited to get dressed. I'm excited to try things on. I haven't done, in, you know, tried out in a while and it's done. Like tomorrow she can still focus on laundry and meal prep and all the things that moms have to do, but at least her closet looks damn good. So it's worth it, but it requires time management in order to do that. And it requires you know, this thought in your head, I'm going to stop procrastinating and I'm going to start getting projects done. Okay, so the third key for today for key to successful time management is handling distractions. Hear me loud and clear. This is a big one. Distractions can be a huge waste of time, but many times people are actually welcome, welcoming them you're gonna either shake your head yes or you're gonna be thinking, hell no, not me. But again, I see a lot of stuff, you guys. I'm in a lot of homes, I'm in a lot of offices and I see these things and I see when my clients are welcoming distractions, not on purpose, but a distraction gives you a reason to procrastinate. It gives you an excuse to not get stuff done. And okay, let's just say um there's all sorts of ways. Which okay, here's an example. You have notifications on your email, you have notifications on your phone for social media. If you have all your notifications on, you are going to get distracted probably a hundred times a day. Because if there is a noise every single time you get an Instagram follower or a message, a DM, or an email, this or that, and text messages. It's never ending. Like you are not going to get anything done. You're going to be putting out fires and answering back all day long, every day. That does not move the needle in your business. It does not move the needle in your home life. So be careful. Put that cell phone on silence, turn off those notifications And put a do not disturb sign on the entrance of your office or wherever you are working, because that's another thing. For those of you that work in offices with lots of other people, I was just working in an office last week, helping a client do a major, their company is doing a big move, we're purging files, we're condensing, we're scanning. And I can't tell you how many people I saw in the office kind of just perusing around, popping into each other's offices chit chatting, then I see them on their phone, then they're making a cup of coffee, then they need lunch. And I thought to myself, wow, I don't know if I could go back to working in an office this big, because there is a ton of distractions. And even if you're you're in the middle of work, you don't want to feel rude, or, you know, when somebody pops in and wants to talk, because of course, you want to talk to them. And that's why, you know, having your office door open when you're trying to get work done is almost welcoming a distraction. Somebody's going to walk by and want to talk to you because they're buffering in their own work. They want an excuse to avoid and procrastinate in their own work. So now it's gonna bleed into you. So if you really wanna get stuff done, not only should you silence your phone, but you need to put a do not disturb sign on your office door. I even have one here in my own home office. So as I'm recording this podcast, I have my door shut and I have a cute little sign on the outside that says close, which means to my family, do not disturb, I'm working. Um, and then work in an area that has a noise level that allows you to focus. So, um, you know, if you just can't think straight in a noisy area, then put on some earbuds, earbuds you know, shut the door, maybe some white noise, whatever it takes to kind of calm your brain. Because if you are one of those people that can't focus with noise, your brain's going to be going into different directions. Next thing you know, you're going to listen to this, the words of a song or what a a podcast host like me is saying, I have to work in silence. I just can't, I can't focus when there's too much noise. And then finally, the fourth key is learning when to say no. If we are really honest with ourselves, when we look at our schedules and long to-do lists, we can usually find some time wasters to which we should have said no. Most people complain they don't have enough time or they have way too much to do. Why don't we all cut back on doing so much. It's often because we can't say no. It's hard for us to say no, right? We want to make everybody happy. We're people pleasers. What is it about the word no that makes people so uncomfortable about using it? I mean, after all, it's our time. It's our life. I think the main reason we can't say no is because we want to make someone else happy and we want to be liked, right? We want people to like us. If we say yes to everything they want, then they'll be happy with us. And that means they'll like us, but will we be happy with ourselves? That's the question. I think it's natural to want people, you know, to be happy with us, but we need to find a balance somewhere in the middle. Making others happy doesn't mean we need to make ourselves miserable. And there may be another reason why you have a hard time saying no, maybe deep down your ego is screaming, If I want it done the right way, I have to do it myself, right? I have to do everything because God forbid I let somebody else do it. It might not be done exactly the way I do it, you know, which means in our minds, it won't be done perfectly. But how do we know we're doing it perfectly? Maybe somebody else can do it better than us. Maybe they can do it faster. Maybe not. But hey, I'd like to get some of my time back. I'd like to... You know, I think i mentioned on the show recently, I have a new assistant. She's still learning, but she is doing an amazing job. And it's sometimes I just have to say, guess what? Let her do it her way. So I'm buying back some of my time. And it's just about, you know, realizing that you don't have to control every single thing in your life. You can, you can let your husband fold the laundry, even if he folds the towels in a different direction than you fold them. That's okay. At least somebody else is helping you get it done. The next time you are asked to do something, don't answer right away. Take time, maybe a day to mull it over and ask yourself, is that like how I want to spend my time? Is that something I actually want to do? Ask yourself, why would you say yes? And why do you want to say no and really think it through? There is, this is so true. Like, There is um, always opportunities that come when you're a business owner. And I I feel like I could take on 10 more things every single week, but I have to keep in mind what I'm trying to accomplish at this season in my life. And I have to be able to say no to some things, even things I want to do, because I'm really clear on what my priorities are at this season. And I know I need time to execute them. And I, you know, I've done a big rebrand. I have to finish a lot of things that go along with that. And so there's other things that are going to have to be put on the back burner until another, you know, quarter later in the year. And it's okay. So ask yourself before you say yes to something, will it move you closer to one of your goals or dreams? Do you actually have time to do it well? Not just do it, not just say yes, but do you have time to do it well? Because sometimes... It's better to do nothing associated with it than it is to say yes and then kind of just do it like halfway not and it not be a good representation of your work or your integrity. So really think that through. And then always, always go back, consult your planner, look at it. Do I have time this week? Do I have time this month? Um, F cause you know, you're a pre-planner now, right? We already covered that. You're going to plan out your time in advance. You're going to plan your, your days, at least a week in advance. So if somebody says, can you do something this week, your week should already be planned. And you need to know if there's an actual opportunity, a window of time available, or there isn't, and to make sure that you're always listening to your gut, make sure you're checking in with yourself. Is this something I want? Is this something that I want to do or something that I feel obligated to do but then i'm going to say yes and dread it and if you're saying yes and then dreading it that's going to be an energy suck that's you're going to suck energy out of yourself every day leading up to when you have to show up and do it not worth it i'd rather say yes to things that energize me rather than suck the life out of me and then after you've taken time to mull it over then you can give the answer that makes you the most happy the most happy instead of trying to make the other person happy So yes, there's times where we have to do things we don't feel like doing for others, but if you're doing it all the time and you're always giving away your precious time, you're going to have a lot less left for you to accomplish your goals and dreams. So those are the keys to successful time management. I hope they were helpful. If they were, please do me a favor and leave me a review If you heard um, when I did the rebrand with the podcast, I moved all of the podcasts to a new platform and I was not able to bring my reviews with me. So the 29 minute mom reviews um, are gone and we're starting fresh with all of the reviews about the make room show. I would absolutely love you forever. If you just took a few minutes today and left me a review, let me know. Not only what did you think about this episode, what do you think about the rebrand? What do you think about the new direction of the Make Room show? And what do you want to hear about in the upcoming months? I love you so much. I hope you have a great day and you make room for all the things that are important to you. Until next time. Hey girl, sorry to interrupt, but real quick, I just wanna make sure that if you are a woman business owner that wants to get her workspace, her business, her time organized, then I want to make sure that you realize my program Foundations launches February 15th. And it is for the woman who wants to get all the foundations in her business organized so that she can level up, create more space, more time, more energy, so that she can make more money this year. So if you're interested, go to jenniferfordberry.com and look for Foundations.